2: SEC Media Days in a couple of weeks, folks. Everybody will be convening on to Nashville, Tennessee. But right now, you're rocking and rolling on the hottest show on the streets on a Friday. TGIF edition of the show. Number one forum talking your Bama football news. In my own words, George Truman, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have you guys checking us out here on today. We bring you the show, as always, from the magic city of Birmingham. We stream this to you through YouTube. And speaking of the channel, go ahead right now. Hit that subscribe button. You tap subscribe right now. Hit that subscribe button. Share the show to everybody you know. Every friend, every family member, diehard Bama fan, casual Bama fan, consumer of Tide football. Share the show with them all. Because if you like the content, they will appreciate that as well. Also, that Daily Super Chat Go, $100. Daily Super Chat Go, $100 bucks right there. We appreciate you guys. Also, like the show. Give us that thumbs up. Tap the like button. Hit that thumbs right there. Show us that love to us right here. Trying to get the show 15 likes out the gate. Starting the show. We appreciate you guys. Also, hit that notification bell, so that way... You miss absolutely nothing when it comes down to updates on your favorite Crimson Tide program. We want to hear from you tonight, the passionate fans of Bama football. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358, the number two. Call in and let your voice be made known on the show. 205-448-1358. Numbers on screen there. One more time, 205-448-1358 appreciate you guys. Yeah, shout out my man, Big Bill. Bill from New York. That $5 donation. Dropping the love there in the hat. Getting to start here on a Friday. My man, Enoch Walker, in the production studio. And uh, we're going to start the conversation, Enoch, with this. SportsCenter, worldwide leader there. SportsCenter had a massive question to ask one Alabama linebacker in particular. After we saw the greatness that was Will Anderson Jr. the last three years, 2020 to 2022, an individual that finished his career with 34 and a half sacks, 62 tackles for loss, two-time Bronco Nagurski Award winner, two-time SEC Defensive Player of the Year, two-time... a unanimous first-team All-American, a Heisman finalist in 2021. Will Anderson did a lot of incredible things as a defensive player. Closest thing to Derek Thomas that we have seen in a long, long, long time. But, you know, Anderson did a lot of big things for the program. And so, SportsCenter comes out with this graphic the other day. And the graphic was, you know, does Dallas Turner – do even more. Does Dallas Turner follow in the same shoes as Anderson? And can he potentially do more than what Anderson did? And it kind of got me thinking a little bit. This is a massive marquee question being directed from Sports Center to one Dallas Turner, the rising junior from South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, former five-star in the 2021 class. We all remember Dallas Turner. He came in as a a freshman, 2021. He was behind uh, Drew Sanders. And then when Drew got hurt, unfortunately hurt his hand, Dallas comes off the bench and doesn't doesn't look back. No freshman year, 30 tackles, 10 of those for loss, eight and a half sacks. Had some big numbers there. Freshman All-American, freshman All-SEC selection, now, of course, last year, Dallas' uh, Dallas's numbers took a, a drop-off, took a dip there, decreased a bit. A lot of that, not on him, especially when the scheme was dropping Dallas Turner back into coverage. I don't understand why Pete Golding was doing that when uh, the main thing is have Dallas rush the passer, rush the quarterback, stop the run, those types of things. But to have him... Uh, Dropping back in coverage. I will never understand why Pete Golden did that, but he did that. And the numbers decreased there for Dallas. But he's back now, junior year. He's back now as one of the biggest defensive leaders here on this team. And you got this graphic here from SportsCenter. My main thing for Dallas is, is to just be himself, right? Just be himself. You don't worry about being the next Will Anderson. You focus on being Dallas Turner. Hit the quarterback the way you know how to. Stop the run the way you know how to. Affect plays the way you know how to. Convert speed to power the way you know how to. Play your style. Play your role. Be aggressive. Of course, he's going to need help. And that's where Chris Braswell comes in. That's where guys like... Jeremiah Alexander, maybe Keon Keeley come in. Quandarius Robinson, guys like that come in. This is where guys on the defensive line come in. Damon Payne, Tim Smith, James Smith, Monkel Goodwine, that rotation of guys up front. This is where they would come in, you know, helping out one Dallas Turner. But all he needs to do is be himself play his role, get after the quarterback, stop the run. You don't have to be Will Anderson. You really don't. You don't have to. He enters his junior year as one of the biggest leaders here of this defense. Dallas Turner enters his junior year as a guy that with Kevin Steele calling the shots and kind of running the show as the coordinator, Turner's the guy on the field that's making sure He's doing his part. He's providing leadership. He's providing, you know, that guy on the field that all the other players can go to and can relate to. So while SportsCenter has created this graphic that, you know, can he do what Will Anderson did? For me, to me, all Dallas Turner has to do, be Dallas Turner, play his role, do his job, be effective, and Alabama football defensively will get done what it needs to get done. We'll just shut teams down and position itself to get back to the college football playoff and win a championship. But I just thought that was interesting, Eli. Just look at this the sports and the graphic, and they had Will and Dallas together. And it was, you know, can, can Dallas do even more than what Will did? That'll be interesting, though. We take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that doubt. Just getting started here. Upon our return, we go on the phone lines. We grab your calls, your thoughts, your conversations. We want to interact with you. We also got the message board, Touchdown Alabama magazine, Touchdown, touchdownalabama.com. For those of you trying to be in the first wave of fans or group of fans to help us regrow, rebuild the message board, the link to that can be found in the chat line and in the description. But we'll hear from you, the fans, right after this.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment.
2: All right, folks, we are back to the action right here from the break on a Friday, TGIF edition of the show. Number one forum for Bama Football News. In my own words, George Trumey, Stephen Smith of TDA. Got my man, Ego Walker, in the production studio right here. Continue tapping the like button. Give us that thumbs up, show that support. Hit the like button. We appreciate that. Hit that subscribe button as well. Share the show to everybody that you know. Get everybody involved. Like I said, if you love the content, guess what, they will be feeling it as well. That Daily Super Chat Go, $100. Daily Super Chat Go, 100 bucks right there. We appreciate that. Gotta give a shout out to my man Brock in the YouTube chat line. Brock is enjoying his birthday today. So happy birthday to Brock enjoying that on a Friday. Happy to have him in the chat line chatting with us on a Friday. Ad. And the phone lines are open. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. And I'm going to call in to let your voice be made known here on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you. Got to shut up, my man, Waylon, the president. Waylon with that four ninety nine dollars in the Super Chats. Giving us love right here on the show. Appreciate that donation coming. Come on, on Waylon. You're getting your thoughts together to call in. A very cool call topic, Eli. This goes to Bama and the NFL in the month of July. Or was it June, Eli? It was June. So the month of June, two former Alabama quarterbacks are in the top five of jersey sales for the NFL. Those two, Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles, Bryce Young of the Carolina Panthers. So Bryce and Hurts, the two of the top-selling NFL jerseys for the month of June. And... I may need to get my hands on one of these jerseys. I don't know which one yet, Eli. Don't get mad at me. I don't know which one I'm going to get yet. I mean, I see that Carolina blue for Bryce, and that looks sick nice. But then the Jane and Hurts jerseys look good, too, though. I mean, they really do. You look at two quarterbacks that, you know, Bryce will open his regular season on the road against Atlanta week one. Mercedes Benz Stadium. And then Jalen Hurts will open his week one in Massachusetts, Foxborough, Jeanette Stadium. Take it on Mac Jones and the Patriots. It'll be nice right there. But Bryce and Jalen, two of the highest selling jerseys right now, month of June, by the NFL. Pretty cool right there. we take a break, folks, from the show and touch that dial. We're just getting your chest warm here. Upon our return, we get into a conversation on the offensive line for Alabama. There are two young names, not necessarily freshmen, but two young names that got to emerge now on the offensive line. We'll talk about those two names right after this.
0: What's up, Bama
2: Nation? This is
0: Rudy Griffin, former Alabama defensive lineman. And you're listening to my guy, Stephen M. Smith, in my own words. Brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll tag, roll. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama.
2: We're back into the action here, folks, from the break on a Friday, TGIF edition of the show, bringing you nothing but Bama, Football news. In my own world, George truly, Stephen Smith, Touchdown, Alabama Magazine. Happy to be here with you. Guys, shout out Mike Coleman with that three ninety nine, Dropping that love in the bucket. Appreciate that coming from Mike Coleman. Helping us out here on the show. All donations. Welcome and appreciate it. Continue to send those in. Also, hitting that like button, that subscribe button. Making a short show, your network, your spot for Bama football, even through the offseason. The offseason is almost over, though. Offseason is almost over, people. In two weeks, you got SEC Football Media Days in Nashville. Shortly after that, fall camp returns. So you're almost there, Bama Nation. You're almost like that movie, Waiting to Exhale. You're almost there. You're almost there. When it comes down to football season, you're almost there, Eli. I know you're ready to burst over there, but you're you're almost there too, man. But second topic of the conversation here, folks. Alabama's offensive line, not just a lot of conversation about this group. And I mean, uh, you got guys returning. J.C. Latham's back. Tyler Booker is back. Seth McLaughlin is back. Darian Dalcourt is back. So you got some guys returning have experience. That's a good thing. We could possibly potentially see a freshman start on the offensive line. Caden Proctor, you know. Good thing also. But, there are two young names. They're not freshmen. They're not true freshmen. There are two young names that Alabama got in the 2021 class, if I'm not mistaken, that, uh, They were a part of that massive offensive line haul in 2021. And, uh, you know, when they they came in, uh, both of these two being offensive guards, a lot of Bama fans felt like they were going to make an impact because they were legit guards. They were not centers masquerading as guards or offensive tackles masquerading as guards. No, these two were a legit bone booth hand in dirt, nasty, rough-em-up offensive guards. And both of these two were high four-stars when they came to Alabama in 2021. You know, and those two being Terrence Ferguson and Jaden Roberts. Terrence Ferguson from the Georgia area and then Jaden Roberts from Houston, Texas. I mean, both of these two were massive gets. For Alabama in 2021. And uh, they're natural guards. They can work in a phone booth. Good footwork. Good ability. Really good talent. I know it's taken them uh, a couple of years. To kind of get themselves acclimated to. You know Alabama football. And that's that's a given. But these two guys should be ready. They should be. They, they should be. Physical. Mean, strength, athletic, power to him. Both of these two should be ready. Now I understand Alabama also signed some guys in this recent 2023 class. Now Miles McVeigh, who's a mean guard; Olasanganeen, who's a mean guard; Rock Montgomery, who's a mean guard, and all of those three have big potential. They all do. Going back to Eric Wolford, is recruiting his types of guys now. That's the reason why you don't see Javion Cohan here anymore. The reason why you don't see, you know, Tommy Brockemeyer here anymore. You know, Eric Wolford's getting his guys. His rough, tough, nasty, rugged dudes in here. Big man doing big man stuff. As my man Jay from Florence would say. So, this is what Coach Wolford is doing. Bringing in Roberts, uh, having Roberts and uh, we're well, bringing in his guys, but having a chance to work with Roberts and Terrence Ferguson. Now, what's going to be interesting here is, Eli, one of these two may have to start at left guard, especially if Nick Saban keeps Tyler Booker at right guard, and then as experienced as Darian Dalcourt is, and no offense to him, one of these two, much higher ceiling, right? One of these two, much higher ceiling as opposed to Dalcourt. Dalcourt's got experience. Saban values that. But at the same time, sometimes you got to go with the player with the higher ceiling. Jaden Roberts, I mean, the guy just looks like DJ Fluker out there half the time. Terrence Ferguson technical mean aggressive nasty guard out there on the field. So you take your pick with either one of these two. But Alabama fans is that they want to see from left guard from left tackle to right tackle, they want to see an offensive line, right? You guys want to see an offensive line that the moment the ball is snapped, you can run the football how you want to. And know you can do it. And have confidence that you can do it. And not just run the football. Upon the ball being snapped, you want to know you can protect your quarterback from being on the ground. And know you can do it. And give your quarterback ample time working that ball down the field. Like I said, dalcourt has got experience. But I look at Jaden Roberts, stronger, bigger, more physical. Terrence Ferguson, Bigger, stronger, a little bit more, lighter on the feet, physical also. You couldn't go wrong with either of these two. You really couldn't go wrong here. So, it just comes down to which one of these two does Saban and Wolford go with, potentially, as your left guard? Which one does Saban go with, potentially? Or does Saban make the move of flipping J.C. Latham, and Tyler Booker over to left guard, or to to the left side. You flip Booker to left guard, Latham the left tackle, and you have Proctor, right tackle, and then right guard. You have one of these two. I mean, Saban has a lot of ways he can play this. Now, normally, he'll keep an experienced guy on both sides. He'll keep an experienced guy at left tackle, to help out a young left guard, he'll keep an experienced guy at right guard to help out a young right tackle. And I think that's how he'll, he'll play it this time around. But going to be intriguing to see here Terrence Ferguson and uh, Jaden Roberts, which one of these two ready to full-on get a spot here on this offensive line. But we take another break here, folks, in the show. Don't touch that dial because upon our return, we get back to the phone lines because it's time to grab your calls, your thoughts, your conversations. We want to hear from you. Line us up in the phone lines after this.
0: You are listening to the baddest. When I say the baddest sports show in the state of Alabama, in my own words, you know yours truly, Test Now Alabama Magazine. Don't test that dial.
2: Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama.
2: All right, all right, all right. We're back in here, lighting up to the action from the break here. How to show in the streets? We're talking Bama football news in my own words, George Trov. Steven Smith of TDA. appreciate you guys in here. Got to remind you, we got the message board Touchdown Alabama Magazine, touchdownalabama.com, the message board. If you're trying to be in the first wave or group of fans to help us regrow, rebuild the message board, the link to the message board can be found in the chat line and in the description. Check that out right there. Continue to tap that like button. Give us that thumbs up. Show us that support there. Hit that subscribe button as well. Make a your show your spot, your network to talk all things Bama football. Got to show some love to Dale B with that $10 donation. Dropping the love in there. Appreciate Dale B. And then Justin Brooks with that one ninety-nine in the Super Chats. We thank, we thank Justin Brooks as well. Helping us out here on the show. Phone lines open here. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Ridge Gang. 205 448 1358. Number to call in. Let your voice be heard on the show. 205 448 1358. And one more time. 205 448 1358. Want to hear from you. Number is right there. On the screen, we grab this call right here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from.
1: Hi, Stephen. Bill from New York. Nice to talk to you, man. Great show.
2: Hey, Appreciate it, Bill. How you feeling?
1: We're good. We're good. And I, I, I really like the show a lot tonight because you're hitting on some of my favorite topics. You know, the one thing is guards. Like, we need some big nasty guards you're so right i think we got the guys at t- for tackle you know but like the guards make a big difference on a running play and i for one think we're going to see a lot more running this year providing of course we get the guard play you know and it, 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 look i'll say it, i'm not insulting the guy but like if milrose the quarterback he had very poor yards per attempt last year he really did he had 5.6 yards per attempt you know that's bad, Stephen. And you know it's it's gonna it might take longer to score, which leads into what you said with Dallas Turner. We we can't have him doing coverage and all of this. We need him rushing that quarterback. You know which, You know which game concerns me, Stephen, is Texas a little bit? And I'll tell you why. I got nothing but respect for Sark. I think that guy when he came in, even you know replaced Kiffin at the very end in the next season. That guy was calling plays. He really, really is a brilliant offensive mind. And I I think he's going to come out as passing with Quinn Hughes, you know. And those are quick scores if he can get them. And I think we're going to have to dominate the ball on the ground pretty much. And I think we're going to have to really get that pass rush and knock him into next week. What do you think, Steve?
2: Uh, Bill, Bama's going to have to do that. You're absolutely right, because uh, Sarkis is going to come in uh, with Quinn Ewers in this offense, and he's going to want to run some stuff. He's going to want to uh, take deep shots. He's going to want to go up and down the field. So it's going to come to Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell, other guys up front to get at the Quinn Ewers, knock him down, rough them up, frustrate them, get, get him out of the game. But at the same time, for Alabama's offense – shorten the game some with the run game, which is the reason why having those guards are important. And then at the same time, uh, you know, in moments where you pass the football, be comfortable in that, be, comfortable, be confident in that, and then guys making the catch. But absolutely, when you play Texas, you have got to turn these boys loose defensively, and they got to get out the Quinn Ewers. You cannot just sit there and let that guy throw the football. You can't do that.
1: Exactly. And the only other thing I want to say, is once we put – him out of the game i hope they put in arch manning and we make him wish he never even thought about playing the sport of football you know I,
2: man if they put arch manning out there bill i re- I really hope the pass rushes get after him and have him to man i know my last name is manning did i really want to play the sport
1: <laughs> well you'll hear me you'll hear me screaming from here but anyway, thanks for taking my call, Steven. You're the best. Once again, great show. You know, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.
2: Appreciate Bill from New York calling in right there on a Friday, getting us started here. And, I mean, like I said, you got to have the guard play. Alabama wants to be able to run the football at will. And then when you ta- when you talk about the pass rush – Everybody's got to play a role in this. Everybody in that defensive front seven has to play a role in this. But we grabbed this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name, and where you calling from? Steve,
3: this is Jovi Hendricks, man. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm up in here, man. Uh, I was thinking that conversation they had, you had, we were talking about the, um, what's that, Mo- Monday or Wednesday? Was it money? The last time we were on the, he was on the radio. We were talking about um, as long as Nick save and go back to. As long as he, I, I see, it seems like he's trying to go into. Okay, let me let the best guys play. It seems like he's trying to get in that mindset. If he stays right there and doesn't go back to this seniority type of thing, like still show him love, but we got to get the best guys for the job in there, man. That's what we gotta do. Like the best, the best players need to be playing. You see what what Coach Prime doing up in Colorado? It's like he, he he not looking at the stars, the numbers, the scenes, whatever. He just like, hey, the best player gotta play. That's what we need to get back to, man.
2: I mean, Joey, absolutely. And it's, I mean, it doesn't matter what the classification is what the star rating is. If a freshman is out there, if, if, if the freshman is out there as the bad, bad man, put the freshman out there. If, if a young guy is showing you I'm the bad, bad man, I'm doing this thing for real, put the young guy out there. We'll live with the growing pains, but let the young guy show us what he can do. Because if, if you're putting the seniority out there, and the seniority is not giving you – enough then that's not going to get you what you need to get which is that national championship which is that college football playoff so if the young guys are out there chomping at the bit chopping the wood showing you every day hey i deserve to be out here and i'm putting my, my work out here to put the young cat on the field
3: i'm with you steve that's
2: all i wanted to say man Roll, Todd, roll. Appreciate it, my man. Joey Hendricks calling in there from Anaheim. Give us his thoughts here on a Friday. We take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening, how we feel, and state your name. And where you calling from?
3: This is
2: Mad Dog coming from Jacksonville, Alabama. How you doing, Steven? Mad Dog, can I complain here, man? We got about uh, a couple of weeks till media days and uh, a couple more weeks till fall camp. So I'm in a pretty good spot
3: now. Yes sir, yes sir. Well, my question is, how's everybody looking at
2: from injury? How are they looking? Well, right now the guys that did not participate in the spring, they uh, they're looking good. I mean, Deontay Lawson's looking good. He's working this offseason. Uh Dallas Turner's working this offseason. He's looking good. You no, know, Rodell Williams is looking good. I mean, I mean the guys that did not play in the spring game or the guys that were kind of limited throughout the spring, uh, they're all putting in that work this offseason. So they they're all fine.
3: Yes, sir. I appreciate you taking my call. And
2: roll tide and go Gamecocks from over here in Jacksonville, Alabama, sir. Absolutely. We got Mad Dog calling in from Jacksonville, Alabama, supporting those Gamecocks there, Jacksonville State University, and also giving that call into the Crimson Tide. But we take this call here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name. And where you calling from? What's up? This is Pierce. I'm calling from Albertville. What's going on, man?
3: What's up, man? Hey, have you ever thought about being the voice
2: of the Crimson Tide after Eli Gold retires? I'm going to say this. You are about the fifth person that has pitched this to me. I, I definitely am interested. Eli Gold, if you're listening, you do a phenomenal job. Respect what you do, but I am definitely interested. Man, that's what I wanted to hear. I hope it's yours, man. Uh, Love your uh, show. Uh, 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 absolutely. If somebody can just put my name in the hat there for Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield, I will greatly accept the opportunity. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. Absolutely appreciate Pierce there calling into the show here on a Friday. Eli, should, should, should I put my name in the basket? Should, should, I, should I do it? I mean, I, I think should I do it? I mean, I I greatly respect what Eli Gold has done. In terms of the program, I mean he's been phenomenal. I respect what Chris Stewart does on the basketball side for Crimson Tide Sports Network, but I can't sit here and say that I haven't thought about putting my name in there. I mean, I mean TDA though. this, This this is home for me right here. Definitely home for me. Man, that's that's a good thought there from Pierce. Definitely something to have rotate on this on the brain stem there. Being the voice of Alabama football, upon Inga Gold, hanging it up. If that happens, Inga, you know, you know, Eli, if that happens, I'ma have you on standby, right? Like he'll be walking in there, you know, <laughs> carrying the briefcase. I, I can see Eli right now. I got the briefcase, man. Like, I Inga will be walking in there with the briefcase. Inga'll be right there statistician right there next to me you'll be the hype man You'd be yelling in my ear like you got this man i yeah you gotta be the hype man right there appreciate everybody calling into the show 205-448-1358 205-448-1358 number to call in. continue to get your thoughts into the show cool call topic here Another Bama in the NFL. This one's on Mac Jones, preparing himself for his third NFL season with the New England Patriots. But before his third year, you know, Mac had to snag him a picture with one Tom Brady, seven times Super Bowl champion, six of those with the New England Patriots. Mac Jones, Tom Brady, Devin McCourty, all in this picture. Mac Jones. Showing all 32 teeth there. Smiling. He and Brady. You know, when Mac got drafted, number 15 overall in 2021, a lot of people saw him as could this be the second coming of Tom Brady. So a lot of people thought at that, you know, moment of time. He's got a chance to have a bounce back year this season. Already looking uh chiseled there weight training. But now he's grabbing this uh, photo of Tom Brady. It'll be fun to watch Mac here in the coming fall. But we take our final break here on the show. When we get back, we wrap things up with this discussion. Why I feel like what? why this 2023 team is a championship team for Alabama. People are doubting it people are sleeping on it a bit. I'm gonna get into in this discussion why this team is championship team. We'll talk about it after this
3: I'm Ale Moore you're watching in my own words with Stephen M. Smith on Touchdown Alabama's YouTube
0: channel. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama.
2: All right, people, people, people. We appreciate all of you checking us out today on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. Howdy, show on the streets here, talking your Bama football news. In my own words, George Trulli, Stephen Smith of Touchdown, Alabama Magazine. Got my man Eli Walker in the production studio right here. Continue to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Daily Super Chat Go $100. Daily Super Chat Go $100 right there. We appreciate all of you. For what you do and making this your show, your spot, your channel, your overall network for talking nothing but Crimson Tide. As we look into here, this final conversation, Eli, this 2023 version of Alabama football. It's been doubted this offseason. A lot of people are going, you know, so many question marks for Alabama. You don't know who the quarterback is. You don't know what this is. You don't know what that's going to be. You know, Kirby Smart's won the last two national championships. Georgia's taken over. You know, Nick's on his last leg. Alabama's not the team they used to be. Other teams have caught up. Other programs have caught up. Other coaches have caught up. I just don't see that respect factor. When it comes to alabama anymore these are all conversations that are being had by a lot of national correspondents for college football but for me despite all of those conversations i look at this 2023 team as a championship team and the reason why i look at this 2023 alabama team as a championship team here we go number one much better coaching, much better coaching, and and, and I think Coach Saber has got specialists in each spot here, right? When you look at Kevin Steele, he's a specialist in terms of defense. He's a specialist in terms of linebacker play, which is the reason why he's helping out Robert Bonga there. Bonga, a specialist in his own right, young specialist. When you look at inside linebackers. Javaris Robinson, specialist when it comes to defensive backs. Eric Wolfert, specialist when it comes to offensive linemen. Joe Cox, specialist when it comes to tight ends. Got a lot of specialists here on this coaching staff. Now, you still have some guys I got to really put up this year on the coaching staff. Absolutely. But better this year than what it's been the last two years. Better this year. So, number one, coaching better this year than what it's been the last two years. Number two, while this is a championship team, this team is going to be defense-led. I think it's going to be defense-led. I think the defense knows, hey, offense has got a young quarterback. The last, you know, two years – the offense knew we got something special. We got Bryce Young so we can be led by offense because we got this five-star, otherworldly, confident talent in Bryce Young. You don't have that now. Now, if a defense goes, okay, we can return to in this team because you're going to have a young quarterback that has to be kind of eased in there, so to speak. So now the defense knows, hey, we got to bring it. It's gonna ride on us, or I mean, it's gotta come through us. And uh, I remember Justin Abogbe, who's entering his fifth season in the fall. He talked about it in spring. It's gonna, it's gonna have to all start with us on defense. Abogbe talked about that. It starts with all of us on the defensive side of the football. So they're taking that. They're taking that mantra. They're taking that that, that moniker. It starts with us here. And so the defense is going to play with that energy, with that passion, with that hair on fire, with that motivation and knowing that, hey, we can't let a thing slip. We can't let anything get by. Right? We, We can't be sitting here giving up 52 points to a team, 30, 40, something, we can't be doing that. We taking no prisoners here. We got to play all-out, full-on ball here. Defense knows this. And you've got veteran leadership players at all three levels here the defense. Whether it's the defensive line, linebacker play, secondary. You've got veteran guys in all three areas. So defense is going to be much better. The reason why I see this here as a championship team. And for number three... And most importantly, the reason why I see this as a championship team, I just feel like, Eli, just that mindset of where Alabama football has been infused back. Eli, you and I, we were at the uh, Saban Charity Golf Event in Birmingham. Like, seeing Ha Ha Clinton Dix, seeing... Christian Jones, uh, seeing just different guys that have been infused into the program a little bit here and there, bringing that mentality of, hey, you haven't earned anything. You're on the shoulders of the guys that have earned it. You got to go out there and earn your keep. And I feel like this year's team, this group of guys, hearing... The ha-ha Clinton Dix is hearing uh, the Josh Chapmans, hearing uh, the Denzel Duvall's and others. that They're now starting to – it's now starting to be understood here that we have to build our own. It's good that, you know, we came to Bama, a program where the championship foundation was already laid down, the culture was already in place, you know, everything was already, you know, set in front of us. But none of that was our doing. That was done by guys that came before us. And they put the blood, sweat, and tears in. They did that. So now we come in, we have to add on to that. Like, what can we add on to that that's already been laid down? We haven't done anything, but what can we add on to that? And I think the hunger... To achieve that is why this is a championship team. So, better coaching, right? Defense understanding that we got to take over. We we, we, we got to carry this from the forefront. And then the hunger of understanding we haven't done anything, but we have an opportunity to add something, to add value, to add something special. And I think all of those guys see that. All of those guys sense that. And most importantly, all of those guys want to take on that opportunity to add something. But this fall, folks, I'm ready. I'm ready for the season. I'm ready to see what this team becomes. As always, we want the best in news, notice information, and coverage here. On your favorite program, that being the Alabama Crimson Tide, you can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you got the Android phone for your audio needs. Check us out, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. we got you covered right there. Good and gracious, Lord. See, spit Try to be back on. Uh, I'll try to be back on Monday. Continuing the conversation as college football. We'll see. But as always, folks, if you are wanting, uh, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description. If you're trying to get the fresh edition, print edition of TDA the magazine. Here's what you do. You go. TheTouchdownAlabama.com. To you click join, become a member and/or a subscriber today. That link found in the description as well. Gotta shout out you guys, the incredible fans of Bama football, for the phone calls, the chat in the chat line, the donations, the love. You guys making this your spot here to talk all things Bama football. We appreciate you guys. Guys, shout out my man, Eli Walker, in the production studio, Heading on that business behind the scenes. almost knocked the cup over. Sorry their cup. Uh, until next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children continue doing the good, the fun, the good thing, smart thing, fun thing, legitimate thing, too. Not be bored there. You get yourself those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself. You protect the loved ones around you. The next time, folks, I'm your man Stephen M. Smith, and you've been listening to my own words.